Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. Balancing awareness, activism, and news overwhelm for highly sensitive parents. Hey there, welcome to today's podcast. We are talking about balancing awareness, activism, and news overwhelm for highly sensitive parents. Today's topic is one I'm really extra passionate about. It's something I've been thinking about for a long time, even before I was working specifically with highly sensitive parents. Um, but in today's world, I, I feel like this topic is is more timely than ever. Um, you know, we're inundated with 24-7 news cycle. A lot of us have anxiety about the world that our children are growing up in. And while to some extent this is warranted, it also can have a really negative impact on our mental health or just our overall well-being when we become fixated or flooded or overwhelmed on um, negative news that's going on in the world. Um, so I just want you to do a thought experiment real quick and consider how you felt, how your body felt, how your thoughts were unfolding the last time that you engaged with the news. So just take a moment and see if you can recall any sensations or thoughts that were going on at that time. And if you're anything like me and other highly sensitive parents, my guess is you may have felt emotions like overwhelmed, helpless, upset, depressed, sad, uh, anxious, um, fearful, any number of emotions that come up when we are faced with um, traumas and challenges that feel beyond our control or that feel overwhelming. Um, so I want to start off with the framework that I use with my clients and myself, which is that we are not developed as human beings to hold the collective trauma of 8 billion people. Our brains did not evolve and develop to manage that level and that frequency and that intensity of traumatic news and events. So I hear a lot from people, I want to be an informed citizen. I want to be activist or I want to care about um, what's going on in the world and, and take steps to make a better place. And this is a real, um, I think, gift of highly sensitive people in general that we, we care deeply, we notice when things aren't right and we want to make a difference. So it's important to pause and celebrate that those characteristics are um, such a gift to yourself in a lot of ways and to the world around you. And if that resonates with you, that your desire to contribute positively to the world, um, just for the world's sake and also for your children and, and, and yourself, um, is something to be celebrated and honored. And I'll talk about how we can bring that in while also avoiding being 
overwhelmed by the news. Um, so considering what, I want to, I want to tell you a little bit about what happens, what I believe happens in our bodies when we are, um, engaging in news and the way that news is often presented to us in today's world. And the news media tends to sensationalize things. Um, you may have heard of terms like clickbait and doom scrolling, you know, clickbait is when, when there's something that, um, a headline that's so sensationalized and so in, you know intense and intriguing that we it's, it's baiting us to click on it. We got to click on it and see, oh my gosh, well what happened? And it kind of leaves us on tenter hooks. Even just defining this, it's so clear that it's designed to activate our nervous system to say, oh my gosh, well what's happening? Like I, I need to know. I, um, what if it's unsafe? And and um, how do I need to respond? And it brings us into this frantic mindset. And, and frantic um, state of being in our bodies that um, as HSPs, we are prone to to this already, um, to kind of being um, overwhelmed in our nervous systems. And when we have a news media that is, you know, exploiting this to be, to be perfectly clear, um, that causes us damage a lot of the time when we don't know how to set boundaries or balance um, the negativity with either action or with more positivity. Um, so just know that the news media and social media sites, they, they capitalize, they literally make money on you um, continuing to scroll, continuing to engage, continuing to click. And, um, you know, in my opinion, they're exploiting our, our nervous systems and our, our, really our empathy to, to make money um, and to continue engaging us in, in these new cycles. Now, I want to balance this by saying that for many of us, it is important. It's, it's, in fact, it's aligned with our values to remain engaged, to remain aware of what's going on in the world, to be informed about the issues that we care about. And I, by no means, am saying that this is something that you need to or should leave behind. Um, I am saying that it's important to reflect on how to balance those those impulses and those values with caring for your nervous system in in a way that um, nobody else can. You know, like the news media doesn't care about it. They're not gonna they're not gonna help you set those boundaries. They're not gonna make it easy for you to um, to you know have a balanced approach. So we have to do this together. We have to and, and, and individually based on what works for us. Um, so I'm, I'm not advocating for us to completely avoid news media as highly sensitive parents, um, but I am advocating for us to have a boundary and balanced approach with this. So here are some tips. I have four tips for you, and I hope that you'll try at least one of them, if not multiple. Um, again, as a way to, uh, to reduce um, any anxiety or stress or distress that's coming from over-engagement in news media um, and to, in fact, be able to be a more responsive and responsible citizen um, in a way that may be really important to you. So this is going to help you and it's also going to help the world, I believe, by following some of these tips and you'll, you'll see why. So the first tip I have for you is to intentionally follow good news sites um, there's many out there. You can Google just kind of like good news sites um, and, and figure that out. 
Um, I suggest Upworthy. They also have a great Instagram account. There's also the Optimist Daily and Good News Network and among many others. So think of this as balancing out mostly negative news that's perpetuated in the sort of the news cycle and news outlets. Um, much like we wouldn't just eat like, and I, I don't want to get into like food shaming, but there's certain amounts of certain types of food that like, at least for me, um, don't sit well with me physically. That doesn't mean I don't eat them, but I don't want to eat them constantly. So I'm going to use the example of like a donut. Um, super delicious. Love a good donut. Um, but I don't want to eat them 24 seven because that's going to leave my body feeling like, you know, a little whacked out on sugar and um, just like it makes me sick to my stomach. So I want to balance that out with, um, you know, some other things like maybe some roasted chickpeas or, um, you know, a nice summery peach or um, it could even be like other, uh, you know, some like Doritos, right? Like I'm, we're not all talking about like it needs to be super healthy all the time, just like a diversity um, of news sources and um, uh, types of uh, news media that we're engaging with can be helpful. So thinking about balancing balancing your um, your intake of news media to make sure that it's um, you know, in my opinion, more reflective of the reality of the world. The, the reality of the, of the world is not that, you know, there's like 95% tragedies ongoing every day. That, and that's really what the news media reflects to us in general is like, look at all these bad things that are happening. happening. Look, at, it's flooding us with, um, with trauma and, and, um, and scary things that um, are true. And we don't need to deny that they're true, but it's so important to balance them with other things that are true, um, stories of um, humanity helping one another, stories of um, you know scientists making wonderful and beautiful new discoveries, um, all sorts of other things that are equally true, and, and it's all about balance. Okay, so that's tip number one, is kind of balancing your news intake with more positive stories. Number two is limiting daily exposure to news sites. So, um, I'll give you an example from my own life, which was, um, I think this was a couple of years ago. I realized that even though I hadn't put it there, I had um, like Apple News widget that would pop up when I scrolled, I think it was to the right on my phone. And, you know, I had the weather over there and I had um, maybe some other like notifications, but I didn't even choose it. It just kind of had come with my phone that um, Apple News was popping up right there. And so when I checked the weather in the morning, all of a sudden I'd be faced with like three or four different headlines from the day. And I wasn't necessarily in a headspace to engage with those um, what, you know, when I was just picking up my phone. I think the same thing can be true for um, certain other news sites or social media sites even where we may be subscribing to um, news media. And we might choose to do this and that's okay if you choose to do that and it feels good for you. But what this is about is um, being conscious about when and how you are consuming um, news media. So um, for me, it, I found it helpful to avoid uh, kind of like the, the like surprise news uh, bursts. So like widgets or like um, you know pop-ups or or things like that. Going to locations where or locations online where I would be kind of surprised by like seeing news articles that I might not be emotionally ready or wanting to engage with at that particular moment. Maybe I'm like trying to make dinner or I'm trying to, you know, get some work done and I just want to check the weather as I get dressed, but I'm not ready to kind of 
to sit with and receive um, the news media. That said, you certainly can and, and, you know, arguably should set some parameters in which you do engage in a, in a healthy and boundaried way with the news. So what this can look like for people is like maybe once for highly sensitive parents in particular is perhaps once your, your kids are settled in an activity or off to school, you might, you know, grab a cup of coffee or you might sit on the couch and say, you know, I'm, um, it's important for me to engage in, you know, learning about what's going on in the world. I'm going to take 10 minutes and it can be helpful to set time parameters around this. It can be helpful to recognize if you feel sort of emotionally open and ready to engage with the news uh, and be honest with yourself. Um, and, and the time parameters really help with doom scrolling. This is something that, again, you know, social media like algorithms have uh, made it very easy for us to continue going, oh my gosh, oh, look at all these, you know, things that are going on in the world. I'm going to click here and click there and keep on checking it out. Um, so setting a parameter of, you know, I'm going to check it out for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Um, that can be really helpful. So that's tip number two is kind of limiting or being conscious about your exposure to the news. The third tip I have for you is thoughtfully engaging with news that matters to you. So it's, I find it to be helpful to kind of pick, um, you know, maybe one to four topics that you're really passionate about. So say you're really passionate about like, um, animal rights. Let's, I'm just going to use that as an example, you might choose to um, subscribe to certain news outlets or newsletters or podcasts that highlight that particular issue and what's going on in that area. Um, you could also do this with, you know, uh, women's rights or LGBTQ or environmentalism, any of those topics, um, you know, political news, international news, any of these things you can, you can select kind of what matters to you and limit it. As HSPs, we might care about everything. I know I'm like, oh my gosh, I care about this and this and this and this and this. But it's um, if we care about all of those things and we're receiving information about all of them, it can be very overstimulating and overwhelming for us. So perhaps you you know can do this. You know, one month you're kind of listening more and being more informed about what's going on in this area, and then maybe the next month you kind of shift gears to something else that's important to you. But kind of being intentional about what type of news you're receiving. And what that helps with is um, actually my fourth tip is it helps you to identify specific ways that you can respond to news issues that you care about. For example, if you are concerned about like educational disparities, you might um, be able to respond in a very specific way to that issue by joining um, a nonprofit or donating books to um, school districts that uh, are underfunded something like that where you can actually have a tangible impact on a situation that is not as it should be. And this is really important, you know, for HSPs and, and just for people in general is that when we are faced with something that engages our empathy, when we are, when we see something that makes us, oh my gosh, that's awful. Or like, oh, I want, I, I want to do something about it, right? That's our response. We want to help fix it. And when we're flooded by like, 15, 20 different news stories, it feels overwhelming and we become helpless or we feel helpless because we can't respond to all of those things, right? But if we have one or two things that we're like, yes, I care about this, I understand the issues, I can see where I can make a tangible impact, it really um, helps us live into our empathy in a way that feels fulfilling and actually is better for you know humanity and the earth in general because we're actually, instead of being 
um, flooded and overwhelmed and just flattened by the intensity of what's going on, we can have a targeted and heartfelt response to an issue or two that we really care about. Um, so those are my four tips. I really hope that this resonates with you. You can probably tell that this is a topic that, um, that I feel really passionately about and that I feel like is important for highly sensitive parents in particular um, to understand um, you know, their own relationship with the news media so that we can protect ourselves emotionally um, and so that we can live into our values of being, you know, um, an empathic person and a concerned citizen and an advocate for peace in the world. Those things go hand in hand. And I really feel that making some of the tweaks that I've suggested here will help you with both of those objectives. And so um, I hope that this uh, empowers you to make some changes and that you find that, you know, as a parent, living in a world that is often overwhelming um, and, and, you know, can feel helpless for us to see some of the things that are going on, that this um, helps you, helps your well-being, helps your perspective in a way that um, will certainly, I'm very confident that this will um, wash over into your parenting, your parenting and your parenthood, um, that you'll be able to be more present and, and optimistic and hopeful as a person and as a parent as a result of making some of these changes. So I'm very um, curious to hear if any of you have um, other ideas or other responses to um, this idea or any questions or maybe even a little bit of, bit of pushback. I'm um, very open to hearing that. So I'd love for you to leave a comment um, or you can email me at amy at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. Um, if you're curious to check out more resources and ideas, um, please, you know, I have an audio podcast that you can subscribe to um, through most, if not all, of the major podcast apps. Um, I have a YouTube channel um, that has these uh, videos uh, recorded, um, and then the weekly blog, which is just another way for you to kind of reflect on these topics that are coming up weekly. So, I'd love to have you join us. Um, check out our website at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. Um, and yeah, leave a comment, share with your friends, um, and just take care. Bye.